Out front now is Paul Contreras and his daughter, Alyssa Marsh Contreras. They witnessed the shooting and helped tackle someone to the ground who was taken into custody. And Paul and, and Alyssa, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, what a terrifying day. Uh, Paul, you were there and, and there you, you shared video here uh, of the moment that you helped tackle this person. What can you tell us about what happened in that moment? Uh, I just heard somebody yelling to stop this guy, tackle him, and he was coming in the opposite direction. So... I just, you don't think about it. It's just a reaction. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Cause as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. So I take him down and I'm putting all, all my body weight on him. And then another good Samaritan comes over and is helping me because I kind of got him high and the other guy gets him around his waist and we're just putting our weight on him and he's just fighting to get up, but we're, we're fighting to keep him down. And another Samaritan comes over and puts his weight on us and we're waiting for the cops to show up. They finally, well, they get there and uh, the second cop gets there, the third cop gets there, then they pretty much take over and we I, I i i'm standing there for about a minute or two you know me and the cops didn't even have like one or two words you know wow. once they had him and got him cuffed i sat there for two minutes with all my three daughters and then we just we we walked away we, we headed toward our car I mean, it's incredible. And you're there with your three daughters. I mean, obviously, Alyssa's with you now. Paul, can I just ask, when you say uh, that the gun, you don't know whether it fell out of his hand or maybe out of his sleeve, right? And when he went down, then, then the gun goes on the ground. Did you see him fire the gun? No, no. I did not see him fire the gun. I just, when I tackled him, I seen what I seen. Like I said, out of his hand or out of his sleeve. And I, I taking him down, I seen the gun. And, and, and Alyssa, you're there with your dad and your sisters. I know you took this video after uh, when, when your dad had, had, had tackled this man uh, with the other Good Samaritans as he describes it, and then the police officers come as your dad just walked through. So now we see the multiple officers have this man pinned to the ground. What did you see during all of this? And, and what would you were you even thinking watching your dad do this? I mean, it all happened so fast, I think. The most alarming thing was when we saw cops chasing people and then seeing a young teen or kid just completely coming at us. And then I noticed just everybody in the crowd just kind of scatters and runs. So from that moment on, I knew, okay, something wasn't right. And so seeing my little sister along with my older sister just completely run. And I didn't want to leave my dad's side because who knew what could have happened or if they needed help. So I was just there to make sure, you know, his hat, his phone, his wallet didn't go missing in the process of, you know, him getting this offender down. And Paul, I know police at this point don't really have any details. I mean, they say they've, they've got individuals and I guess it's unclear if one of the individuals that they are holding right now is the man that you tackle. We, we don't know yet uh, unless unless, you know, but we don't know a motive. I mean, did you hear anything from this? This man as uh, uh, when you got him to the ground? Did he, did he say anything? Um, and what did he look like? You know, when I, 
when I tackled him and I took him to the ground, he was wearing like a big bulky like work jacket. So when I got him to the ground, he was face down and his hoodie was on, his hood was on, he was face down uh, and I was on top of him, keeping him down until, like I said, another good Samaritan was, was holding him by the waist down with his body on him. So I really did not get a good look, but as I was holding him down, I didn't know if he tried to bite me or just tried to claw at my hand. So I took my hand and put it outside to hold him down with the jacket in between us because he was, you know, I'm, I'm holding him down and he, we're fighting each other. He wants to get up while I'm holding him down. Then another guy helps me. And then, you know, it, it just, it seemed like a long time, but it was probably like 15 or 30 seconds. I can and only, then yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he was fighting the whole time, you know, fighting the whole time. And we, we were fighting him to keep him down. We didn't want to let him up and take off running because he had one gun. He may have had another one in that big bulky jacket. Right, right. You couldn't even tell. Now, now it gives some context to what you're saying, that it could have been in his sleeve, right? I mean, when you talk about this bulky jacket. Alyssa, this happens, yes. and and your father runs to tackle this man because you hear shots, and this guy's this guy's running, right, with his bulky jacket. Can you describe what the shot sounded like? So from the moment, it, it all happened so fast, like I've said, but it wasn't long after the celebration was all done and everybody was kind of dispersing and going back to their cars, probably a minute or so later, and you just hear pop, 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 pop. And like I said, we were at a celebration and I think a lot of people thought it were fireworks because nobody really ran or anything. And I assumed if people, you know, noticed it was gunshots or something, then we all would have, you know, been out of there really quick. But then as soon as we see people getting chased and then cops running and then not long after my dad tackling somebody, it was it soon came to, okay, those weren't fireworks for the celebration. It was gunshots. Well, it, it, thank you both so much for sharing this. I, I can only imagine just sort of how uh, traumatic that was. Thank you for sharing and uh, incredible to imagine, Paul, that you, you who are unarmed, I, I guess, right? That you would run and chase someone who had a gun and uh, it's, it's incredible. I didn't know he had a gun until I tackled him, and that's when I seen it on the ground. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just a reaction. Well, thank goodness for people like you. Thank you both so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Chris Wecker's with me now, the former assistant director at the FBI's Criminal Investigation Division. So, Chris, uh, you know, you hear them talk about what happened, and, and Paul, you know, running at somebody. Uh, then when the gun comes out, you know, they're trying to hold this guy down until the police come. And we don't know if this is one of the individuals who's now currently being held. Um, uh, but, but you hear this description. 22 people wounded uh, from the shooting that happened. And as I said, three detained. What do you think happened here from the best you can tell? Yeah, well, first, I, I saw that video. It's extraordinary uh, that this guy took him down and had, and had the presence of mind to, to do that. I think that advances the investigation when you have somebody, you know, in fresh pursuit and catches somebody with a gun coming from a shooting. They'll be able to match the ballistics. And so he, this, this guy's a true hero and, the, and those that helped him. This, well, let's, first thing, let's rule out terrorism. The FBI would be front and center if this was a, even suspected or any shred of evidence of a terrorist incident. 
So I think we can put that to the side. So this is, appears to be a criminal act. And there are three suspects in custody. This was a, a sort of a, a spontaneous event, if you will. It sounds like you know, if they were planning something, it seems like, and they were trying to inflict mass casualties, they would have done it on the parade itself for maximum impact. So, you know, Kansas City, downtown, uh, may, uh, amongst a million people mingled in there are probably some pretty bad people, perhaps some gang members. And it sounds like this might have been a dispute and every single shot that was fired because of the density of the crowd hit somebody. And that's why mm -hmm. we may have the, those casualties. I don't have inside information, right. but after 40 years, you get a little sense of things and that's what it seems like here. Well, and, and in terms of what happened, again, there were a million people at the parade, and this was as it was ending, right? So as you point out, we understand right. there were more than 800 law enforcement officers present, but obviously from what Paul happened to Paul, right, you had Citizen Hero run in and apprehend uh, one of these individuals. What's your take, though, on what we understand the ratio to be here, that there were 800 law enforcement officers present at this uh, giant event? Well, you place 800 against a million in a dynamic moving event like this that, that really they only had one or two days uh, or three days to plan. To plan it, right. Yeah. You know, it's not like the Super Bowl or the Olympics where you can spend months and years planning with all interagencies coming together. This was an impromptu type event, which is the highest risk type event. It's open, it's wide open. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's good that they had 800 officers out there, but that wasn't enough. I mean, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't happen if there were, you know, a cop every five feet. I think the type of people that do this have no respect for law enforcement and it would happen anyway. It's just, you know, it's a difficult event to plan for. And it, it, afterwards, I think a lot of information goes flying into different directions and it doesn't go into the one place where if you had a pre established command post, for example, an intelligence analyst sitting there waiting to yeah. grab the information. You, it, the, the fog of war and chaos does uh, reign in this type of situation. All right. Well, Chris, thank you very much. I appreciate it.